This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1105, Livia's IELTS Tips for an Overall 8. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with the IELTS whiz Aubrey Carter and today's featured guest. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Even though Livia is an English teacher, she was scoring five on IELTS writing and knew she needed strategies. Find out today what she did to conquer IELTS and score an overall eight. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation, ask good questions, speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. We have a very special guest. I'm so excited for you to meet Livia. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, guys. So my name is Livia. Um, I am from Brazil and I am an English teacher. I work with uh, teaching English for lawyers and business, not IELTS. And I'm very happy to be here as a student. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that it's fascinating. Some listeners out there might be thinking, okay, this is a guest that's going to give us some pro tips and yes, but also <laughs> Livia just took the IELTS exam and got amazing scores. So first, congratulations. How are you Thank feeling? You. Thank you. I'm feeling great. Yeah. I think I told you that I had two goals, right? With my, my IELTS task. One was a personal goal and the other one was the, the score that I actually needed. So and remind yeah, me, what I'm were those? What really was the happy. score you needed and what was your personal goal? Yeah, I needed an overall of six, if I'm not mistaken, in order to apply for the Canadian visa. Um, and my score was overall eight. So I needed a six, I got an eight and with the speaking with an 8.5, which made me like really, really happy. Yes. Which was even higher than your goal. Wasn't your goal maybe a seven, 7.5. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I got an so 8. amazing. 5. That's the best yeah. feeling to get a higher score even than you needed and just yes. feel so good about your efforts. So let's get into this because students are surely hearing that you have a, an excellent level of English. You mentioned you're an English teacher. So first of all, let us know why you needed to get an IELTS score for um, your Canadian visa. Mm -hmm. Why did you feel like you needed to sign up for the Three Keys IELTS program? Was there a time where you thought, 
Oh, I for sure will get a six. I'm fine. Why did you want that higher score? Why did you sign up for three keys IELTS? Yeah, I signed for the program because I was not sure that I would get a six um, in the writing tasks, especially. Uh, and also in the speaking, because I know it's not just about like um, this because of the strategies, right? That you taught in the course. It's not just about like having a good accent or uh, chatting in English. It's really knowing how to answer and the time and um, the different tones that you have to use in a different question. So I was, I think with the speaking, I was like, well, I can get a six. Uh, listening and, and reading, I was um, confident that I could get this six as well, but not with the writing. Um, the moment that I um, actually decided to sign up for the course, for the three keys course, was when I asked a colleague of mine to correct an essay that I had written. Oh. And uh, it was a bizarre, I don't know if I, if I, told anyone no. this story before, but it was a bipolar essay, okay? Because uh, why am I saying that? Because he gave me a five, I think, an overall five. Um, because I did, I, I did very bad, okay? So <laughs> I basically had one statement and then all my paragraphs were opposing to that statement. So it was pretty much something like, do you think the government should regulate media? It was something like that. And I said, no, so I should stick to it, right? And my entire writing was actually providing evidences for why government should um, regulate media. And then it was a disaster. It was a disaster and I was so afraid to do the same thing in the day of the test, you know? So I was like, well, okay, I need help. I need okay, help. Yeah, this is, that is common. I have seen students who don't have strategies yeah. and don't brainstorm, right? You'll, you'll have your idea, you put your opinion, and then you're sort of free thought writing and everything you're coming up with is actually supporting the other side. And then you, you don't think to go back and change the opinion that, that does happen, right? When we don't really know what the examiner's looking for, and when we don't have strategies to organize an essay well, it's pretty easy to score a five. There are so yeah. many things that pull your score down, even yeah. for someone who speaks English as well as you and yeah. teaches English. Yeah, it's not a no-brainer to be able to yeah. sit down and write an IELTS essay. There's so much that's specific that the examiner's looking for that has to be in there, or you're going to get a low score. So you could tell you, you had that essay looked over by a colleague and you said, yeah. oh boy, okay, I'm definitely going to need some help with the writing. Exactly. So let's dive into that first. What sure. about the Three Keys IELTS writing module helped you get the score that you needed on test day? Um, I... I strongly believe the, uh, the feedbacks that uh, I was provided with, you know, like pointing uh, where I was um, still slipping, you know, and uh, where I should improve um, with some high level vocabulary and sentence connectors and transitions. I think I will remember, not that I, it's not, it's not a matter of memorization, but I still remember the, uh, the, the, the templates, right? So if I have to start writing something, I remember the sentences like, and I will proffer my opinion. And you know, all of this is still in my mind. So I think it, it's so well structured, your course and the strategies that if students really 
sit down and do their homework, you know, that is to, to write as many essays as you can, ask for feedback. Um, there's no way that you won't learn it, you know, like yes. there's, yeah. So I want to highlight something you said, and that is that you, you also got feedback, right? You uh-huh. were a personal coach student. You had one-on-one classes. Yeah. You were able to get essay feedback and speaking feedback. It really depends on the level that students come in with. For, for some mm-hmm. students, it is enough to do the three keys modules, get those strategies and, mm-hmm. and feel confident and get the scores you need. For a lot of students, you need that feedback. Mm-hmm. You still, even using the strategies, you're, you're not sure if you would get the score you need. Yeah. So I I just want to reach out to to all the students listening. It's really difficult to know your level, where you're at, right? What would I score today? Do I need Mm one-on-one, you know, feedback? Do I need essay feedback? Are these strategies alone good enough? So I want to quickly let you guys know, you can go to allersenglish.com slash my score to get your estimated band score, find out what you would get today. That's going to give you a really good idea of where you are where you are. Do you need strategies that are created by an examiner? Do you need personal coach classes? Do you need feedback? That's going to give you a good idea because that's a scary feeling to not be able to grade your own essays and grade your own speaking and not know what you're going to score. Right? Yeah. Perfect. So let me ask you, um, so you said the templates in the three keys writing module, linking phrases, and then feedback, getting that feedback on essays and on speaking was huge. What other tips or advice as far as maybe study habits, a study plan, how you organize that can you share with students? Yeah, sure. I, I follow the 30 day study plan that you offer. Um, and I think, again, it's perfect. <laughs> it's so like well-structured, you know, and I think of course we can do more than it's there. Yes. Um, but for example, it, I went for the 30 day, um, study plan because I had only 30 days to do that. So, um, if you have only 30 days or 60 days, probably you also don't have a lot of time left in your life, you know, to do other things. So following the plan is enough. And things that um, I would add would be like, try to live for this one month in English as much as you can. You know, like if probably if students are not in an English speaking country, as I'm not here, like in Brazil, unfortunately, only like 5% of our population speaks English. So it's not something that I can like, oh, okay, I'll just keep speaking right, English. You're not with immersed around. in it, right? No, not at all. Not at all. So some like basic things such as like, I don't know, putting your, your settings, your phone settings into English and, you know, um, um, watch the news only in English, international news, like set this goal that you have. Of course, there's life after IELTS. And I know that you have an episode with, with this, but until that day, this is your goal, right? This is the most important thing. So go for it, you know, like watch the news only in English, subscribe to as many um, uh, websites as you can to receive emails in English, like um, uh, newspapers. And so I was pretty much like surrounded and trying and asking my husband and asking my kids that very fortunately they do speak English. And I was like, guys, we need, you need to help me. We need to live in English now because this is very important for our family, you know? I love that advice. I love that phrase to live in English, right? 
So many of our listeners, you guys aren't, you're not immersed. You're not living in an English speaking country, but you can create that immersion for yourself. You can live in English with the internet and all of the technology we have out there. I love the idea to change your phone settings to English and then ask people around you, right? Speak in English to me, help me out and read the news in English, watch TV in English, right? It is more effort. It is harder, but it's so worth it because just like you said, you start getting that feeling of living in English. It starts coming more naturally, that native speech, and it will improve all of your IELTS scores. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. What about, so speaking, you scored an 8.5, which is amazing. Our listeners can hear that you speak very well, but give us some tips going in. if, If you had not done the three keys IELTS course, Uh I know, you know, your score would not have been as high because there are specific things the examiner is looking for that you found out. So give us some tips about that. What are some things you realized that you needed to do during that speaking exam that pushed your score up? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, um, what I like one strategy that I, I, I t- to be friendly to the examiner, the, the thing this is this is part I think this came out from our personal coach classes, but it was like I imagined my examiner as a friend in a cafe. Okay, so I was trying to keep my anxiety um, low, and it's hard to do oh, that yeah. because you look to that person and, and you feel like, oh, he or she is judging me, and no, right, but they are examining you so I try to say like okay this is a friend that I'm meeting for the first time and she'll ask me some interesting questions about my life my work my job um but then regarding now the system and the classes I took the very important thing was um when whenever you say that in part one of the speaking we should keep it simple in a sense of like short okay two three sentences um per question because I think that we get to the speaking task, I think because of the anxiety that we are, we, you want to speak a lot in the beginning. And then the energy just goes down, right? For part two and three. And it should be the opposite. At least that's what I felt with our classes and with the system. So um, answer to what they are asking, but keep this energy and to the end. Because part three will require we require you to give longer answers um, with higher level vocabulary, a little bit more formal, and and maybe this is the part that students are more worried. So we try to be formal in the beginning. So you start formally, and then uh, okay, I don't know. I think it's to invert um, the normal feeling that we would have to start with a lot of energy and then. Okay. I see what you're saying because we do, we go in with quite a bit of nervousness, usually some anxiety, and that can make us, maybe we're speaking fast. We're speaking a lot. 
we're repeating our ideas. That's what's tricky, right? You don't want your answer to be so long that you're just repeating ideas. If you have more to say, more details, sure, your part one answers can be longer. But if you're just rambling and repeating yourself, then your fluency score goes down. So that's interesting to think about the energy that you're putting into the different parts. And if you if you go in so strong and use it all up on part one, right, it, it might yeah. be tricky in part three to be able yeah. to, you know, access that high level vocabulary that you're using and have those longer, more serious answers. Yeah. And then another thing that's such good advice that you're sharing is to think of the examiner as a friend. I know we yeah. talked about that in speaking personal coach classes and in the three keys outs course part one is so much less formal, right? They're uh -huh. personal questions. They're the yeah. types of questions a friend would ask you. So in order to have your answers be very native and natural and informal, in order to feel comfortable using slang and phrasal verbs and idioms, it really helps to imagine it's a friend asking you these questions. That's really, really good advice. Do you feel like that helped you use more slang and informal? Absolutely. Vocab? Absolutely. Because with um, like the, the examiner, we, we did like a live um, speaking. I know that some people did it online via Zoom, but now everything is, is happening again. But for example, a great part of communication for me is like gestures, right? And smiling or not smiling. I think this is part. Oh, yeah. At least for you to feel confident to keep speaking. Not that the examiner will say like if she's enjoying or not, but not seeing the person's mouth because of the mask. I'm like, oh my God, is she saying like, oh my God, that's boring, you know? Or is she interested in what I'm saying? So I don't know. I will look at her as a friend, as someone who is interested in me, right? Or a job interview, something like that. Some people might be more nervous thinking of it as a job interview, but uh, but it, it definitely helped me. I was like, well, this is a new friend and I'm meeting her for the first time. She's interested. And her first question was, what do you do for a living? And I was like, seriously, should I say that I'm an English teacher and she will judge me? You know, like, what should I do now? Your word, she's going to set the bar higher exactly. when you say you're an English teacher. <laughs> so what did anything, you do? Did you tell well, her you're an no, English I said, teacher? No, yes. I said the truth. Yeah, I'm an English teacher. And I, and thing I, I think I joked, I was like, so it's pretty hard for me to be in this position here and blah, blah, blah. So nice. yeah, I yeah, try like, to just like you would for friendly. a friend, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. That helps so much. It's, it can be really difficult for students to use very informal vocabulary and slang, uh -huh. especially if they're thinking of the examiner as a teacher or an examiner, they start sounding more like a student. And that's one of the biggest mistakes students make on the IELTS exam, because you can't sound like a student. You're trying to sound like a native. Mm -hmm. So if you're being asked, yeah, what do you do for work? What do you do on the weekend? What do you do with friends? And you answer very formally, like you would to a teacher. It's not appropriate for the question. It's a very yeah. personal question, right? Yeah. So yeah, I love that. Just think of the examiner as a friend, even if you can't see their mouth, assume yeah. they're smiling. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Assume they're interested and engaged. Yeah. We talk about how the examiner often will have no reaction with their mm -hmm. face. They mm -hmm. can't really, they're not supposed to give you any indication of how you're doing. So it's often just sort of a serious face looking back at you. Yeah. Ignore that. 
pretend you have a friend that isn't very expressive and just imagine it's a friend asking you questions that you're chatting with. And it'll be so much easier, just like you said, to get that variety of vocabulary, Uh more informal on part one and part two. And also the more interesting intonation where you can hear emotion. You can hear if you sound excited or happy, right? We can't have that monotone that kills our pronunciation score. Okay. Any final tips that you could share with our listeners, something that really helped you as you were studying any strategies for other parts of the exam? Let Uh us know. Yeah. I would say like, as, as Jessica says, during the classes, trust the system. (laughs) I think this is a sentence that I will keep for my life. You know, like whenever I ask a student for them to do something now, and they're like, why should I do that? Now I just say, trust me, trust my, my, my purples, you know, the purples of the class. So trust the system, like do the classes, um, print the materials as needed. It's incredible. It, It really was like, um, amazing. I would say like, like, groundbreaking, you know, for me to be a student again, to study English again, and to see how, um, well-developed your, your course is and strategies and, and, and how much it works. Um, when it comes to tips for the other, uh, read like material, read it every day in English, listen to the news. Even if you don't understand everything, try to imagine what's being said, you know, try to interact. I think there's this thing, usually reading and listening, we think as a passive activity, something that we don't do anything. No, react to that, right? read and have an opinion like either I agree or I disagree with that but just don't read consume material argue perhaps with the text you know (laughs) listen to something and think like oh if this were a debate what would I say here right in what I'm listening so I think this really really helps and be prepared for different accents because my listen my entire listening was with New Zealand and Australian accents and I was like seriously why <laughs> but okay you know you will get to that yes yes so listen really... to a variety of of accents because this is really really important yeah yes that's such a such good advice so much good advice there yes definitely find resources where people are speaking in these different english accents because that's very common that the listening exam will have a variety audio of different accents that you're going to yeah. hear it's and and to be active to be an active reader an active mm-hmm. listener right summarize out loud after you yeah. listen to something or read something then you're you're engaging your whole brain you're practicing for every part of the exam and you're yeah. practicing to really being an active reader or listener when you're actually taking the exam so that you Perfect. really take it in well instead of letting your brain shut off and suddenly you've missed a couple of answers right yeah perfect you're such a great example livia of someone who I think students are surprised sometimes when English teachers or native English speakers still take the three keys IELTS course Mm -hmm. because they recognize this exam is so specific. You have to have strategies in order to really get a high score that it's even difficult for native speakers and English teachers. So don't feel bad if you're out there listening and you feel like I can't do this on my own. I need strategies because even English teachers need strategies and sign up for our course. I think that that will really help put things into perspective for our listeners. Perfect. That's Congratulations perfect. again for those amazing scores. Let us know what are you, once you move to Canada, um, where are you hoping to teach? Do you know? 
Yeah, um, I will probably continue with my online uh, classes because now we transformed our, our school is, is giving only virtual and okay. Zoom classes. So probably we will continue. And uh, as soon as I can validate my diploma, because there, there are all these steps, you know, to be legally um, allowed to teach, I will definitely look for like English schools. And I would love to teach Portuguese as well, which is something that I can, you know. So I don't know, uh, maybe there's an opportunity for me to, to start teaching awesome. Portuguese and language schools there. But yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> the world is your oyster. Everything yeah. has opened up to you now that you have the scores you need on IELTS. Absolutely. Just one step toward reaching your goals. I'm so excited for you. Good luck yes. with all your future endeavors. It's been Thank a pleasure you. to meet you. Thank you so much for everything. Yes. Thanks for coming to record today. So fun. See you later. Bye-bye. See Bye. you. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.